scenes of joy in the locker room were spontaneous, loud and exuberant. The players hugged and laughed and cheered. They had good reason to celebrate. Their team had just qualified for football's World Cup. But things were about to go badly wrong because of this song. The celebrating players were members of the Irish women's soccer team, and while they sang several songs that night, this is the one that went viral. The song the women sang was by the Irish rebel music group, The Wolf Tones. Celtic Symphony contains a verse about graffiti written on a wall in Glasgow that said, Up the Ra. That's a reference to the IRA, the Irish Republican Army, which in various forms fought British rule in Ireland. Many of the Wolf Tones songs are about the Irish struggle for independence, including songs written about the Troubles in Northern Ireland. And victims of IRA attacks were furious that the Irish women's soccer team seemed to be celebrating a paramilitary group outlawed as a terrorist organization. There were demands for disciplinary action and players were quickly hauled out to apologize. Look, we're already sorry here um, in Dublin. Obviously, massive lapse in judgment on our end. Um, you know, lots going on when the final whistle went and we absolutely didn't mean to cause any hurt on our end. So we, we do really apologize for that, absolutely. But the women sang another rebel song that night, one they weren't asked to apologize for, which also has IRA connections. That, of course, is the Irish National Anthem, another rebel tune, but one that has made the transition from banned revolutionary song to respected national anthem. And it's not the only one. Welcome to episode 7 of this series on national anthems, the worst songs in the world. My name is David Pate. I'm a broadcaster, writer and journalist in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Lots of anthems are rebel or revolutionary songs, 
but many of them were written specifically as anthems. What we are looking at here are songs that started life as rebel songs and were then adopted as anthems after they became popular. Two of the best known examples are Le Marseillaise. and the Star-Spangled Banner. Both songs were one-hit wonders for their composers. In the case of the American anthem, the writer just lifted the tune from another song. They obviously didn't envisage their anthems becoming national symbols, but like all good rebel songs that stand the test of time, they had perfect timing. The right song at the precise moment it was needed. Another characteristic of a good rebel song is getting banned by the authorities it targets. That happened to Ireland's national anthem. But occasionally, a rebel song becomes popular on both sides of a conflict. China's March of the Volunteers was written as the theme song for a communist propaganda movie in the 1930s, when the communists were involved in a civil war with the Chinese government. But the song wasn't about the civil war. It was about fighting the Japanese invaders, which was something both the communists and nationalists could agree on. So March of the Volunteers was sung by both Chinese armies before the final communist victory. The song then became the national anthem and changed from being a rebel song to a tool of the state. Once a revolutionary movement takes power, it doesn't want to encourage any more revolution. So other rebel songs can't be tolerated. One of the most recent rebel songs to capture popular support was written in 2019 and quickly adopted by pro-democracy demonstrators in Hong Kong. 
Glory to Hong Kong contains everything that the Chinese government doesn't want its people to have. Liberty, democracy, freedom and justice. So when the song was mistakenly played as Hong Kong's actual anthem at a rugby tournament in South Korea in 2022, the reaction from Beijing was predictable. A criminal investigation was launched. China refused to accept the song was played in error. There were calls for Hong Kong's rugby organization to be dissolved. Rugby officials fell over themselves in the rush to apologize. That's the thing with states born out of recent revolutions. They're paranoid about the possibility of someone else organizing a counter-revolution. And they appreciate and fear the power of a good rebel song. In 1907, the United States banned the song that Filipino revolutionaries used during their fight for independence from American rule. Beloved Country is a typical rebel song, written about the nation as a holy land. Never shall its shining fields be dimmed by tyrant's might, it goes, before adding that we behold the radiance, feel the throb of glorious liberty. The Americans, like all conquerors, moved to suppress anything that could be used to inspire nationalism among the defeated people. The song was banned. The freedom that the US championed in its own anthem didn't apparently apply to other people. When the Philippines finally became independent in 1946, it immediately adopted the rebel song as its anthem. The Filipino government celebrates the anthem as a product of revolution, a response to the need of the revolutionary times that gave birth to it. But once revolutionaries take power, they're generally no longer interested in promoting rebellion. The song that once inspired people to fight is now a legally regulated tool of conformity. Filipino law states that when the national anthem is played at a public gathering, whether by a band or by singing or both, or reproduced by any means, the attending public shall sing the anthem the singing must be done with fervor. The very nature of rebel songs demands passion. Singing with fervor does not come from a legal requirement, it comes from the heart. 
When you were ordered to sing a rebel song, the whole point of the song is negated. It has become just another of the world's bad anthems. And remember where we started with those Irish soccer players celebrating with a controversial chant? It doesn't take much to change a chant from controversial to completely acceptable. This is what some Canadian soccer fans were chanting during the World Cup. Sometimes a rebel song is just about letting off steam. And if it hits the right note, then who knows? That Saturday night sing-along in the bar could make the leap from rebellious to respectability. When boyhood's fire was in my blood, I read of ancient freemen. For Greece and Rome, who bravely stood, three hundred men and three men. And there I prayed I yet might see her fetters rent in twain. And Ireland long a province be a nation once again. A nation once again. A nation once again. And Ireland long a province be a nation once again. It whispered to that free. And service high and holy Would be prepared by feelings dark And fashioned vain or lowly For freedom comes from God's right hand And needs a godly train And righteous men must make our land A nation once again A nation once again A nation once again And Ireland long a province be A nation once again And as I grew from boy to man I bent me to that bidding The spirit of each selfish plan With cruel passion ridding But yet I hoped someday to aid Oh, can such hope be vain When my dear country will be made a nation once again A nation once again A nation once again And Ireland long a province be A nation once again A nation once again A nation once again And Ireland long a province be a nation